Hey guys, this is Coach Keita Bussey with 180 Firearms Training. We've got Sam Callahan and Ibrahim Ndungo. Ndungu, I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the it's 180 fine. Firearms Training Podcast. Uh, to start with, we are just going to go through some main things with the world shoot coming up very soon. I just want to make sure you've got your checklists together, and then we'll jump into the matchbook. So this is for our people flying out of the U.S. First of all, in your carry-on, you can't have any guns, obviously, or ammo or magazines. You can have your rig, your holster, magazine pouches, that's fine. Um, make sure if you have a magnet and you're putting that in your check bag, you're wrapping up that magnet or even in, in your carry-on, wrap it up. Otherwise, it's going to stick to something and other bags will even get pulled and stuck to your bag and they will make you take it out and you won't ever see it again. Um, make sure your gun case is locked, but you also need a gun lock. This can either be a trigger lock or it can be a barrel lock. Either one is fine. And some airlines also require the suitcase to be locked. So I would just bring extra locks with you, especially in case you lose them, then you don't have to worry about it. Just throw some extra ones in your suitcase. Ammo needs to be in factory cases, less than 11 pounds. Dylan boxes are fine. If you reload, just put a rubber band or tape or something around it so they don't fall open and you have ammo everywhere in your suitcase. Um, make sure you have ammo in a separate suitcase. So within the US, you can have them both in the same bag. If you travel internationally, ammo goes in one suitcase, gun goes in another suitcase, and if you have the option, if you have a primary gun and a backup gun, put them in two different suitcases if you have the ability to do that. So if one bag gets lost, at least you have insurance. Mm -hmm. Oh, what else? Um, the declaration form. So at the counter, you sign a declaration form declaring that you have a firearm and that it is unloaded and you're taking responsibility for that. So the person at the desk does not need to be handling your firearm. You are just simply verbally declaring that it is unlocked in a, I mean, unloaded in a locked hard side case. Now they will need to see that you have a trigger lock on it because you're flying internationally. So you will have to open your gun case just so they can see you have that additional lock on there. Um, and that's for a pistol that's going inside of another suitcase. If you have a big rifle case you're checking, then the declaration form is going to go inside the big case. But if you have a suitcase with a pistol inside, make sure they do not put that declaration form inside the pistol case. I nearly got arrested for that in, in Australia one time. So make sure it's outside the gun case. Um, you're going to need a bunch of forms. Make six copies of everything and put it all together. Make sure one is paper clipped versus stapled so you can make extra copies if needed. Keep an extra copy on your person. So if your bag gets lost that has all these copies in it, then you still have it. Or even put an extra set of copies in each bag that you have, plus the stack of six copies to hand them when you get there and when you leave. So you're going to need the customs form 4457, which is just a customs form. It's nothing important in real life, but because we have the Second Amendment and most states don't have a firearms license, in other countries, they consider this to be our firearms license. They just want to see something with 
your serial number, your name, and a government stamp. And then they're happy. So make lots of copies of that as well. Have one copy in each gun case and on your person. You'll need your match invitation, six copies of that as well. Um, you'll have a temporary firearms license. It's not going to be in English. So you'll need six copies of that as well. Your competitor list, also not going to be in English, but they'll you'll wanna highlight your name. It's gonna have your name and the serial number of your gun, what make and model it is. Highlight that, they're gonna need to see that at the desk when you check in. That's like your entry onto the plane, even in the US. But it's also, again, not going to be in English. So they're gonna get confused. They're gonna have to call a manager and say, well, Thailand says, we're not allowed to check guns to Thailand. Well, this is an exception because it's for a competition for the world shoot. You have that match invitation to prove it. So if the airline tells you, you can't fly with a gun to Thailand, then you tell them it's for a competition, show them the match invitation, the competitor list with your name highlighted. So that should be enough to keep you from being arrested. Good luck, safe travels. I hope everyone has a great time. Once you do it, once you go through it once, it's really not that big of a deal. And you guys are going to have such a good time. Yeah. It's definitely good to listen to this list coming from somebody who does this all the time, not just the world shooter <laughs> so often. So. And of course, you need your passport, you know, the usual. The obvious. So, Ibrahim, now that I've cut you off, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone who you are again? You've been on here before. Uh, yeah, my name is Ibrahim Dongo. Uh, I'm a Kenyan shooter and uh, a business person and I'll be going to Thailand on Sunday for World Shoot competition. And that's why we're doing this right now. We are going to dive into the matchbook for World Shoot 2022 Thailand. Yeah. So let's pull that up. I'm going to share it's my been out for a couple of days now and it's already been a, a lot of talk. I've heard a lot of rumors and crazy stuff about it. So I'm excited to, to break it down and talk about an actual training plan or at least a mental plan for it. Boom, All right, so go. there are some really interesting things in this match. Some things I've never actually seen before. So this is stage one. The thing that I thought was interesting about this, if you can see, I mean, of course, we've all seen a barricade with a rope hanging from it where you have to hang from the rope with your, you know, if you're right-handed, you're hanging onto the rope with your left hand, lean around the wall to the right to shoot the target. What I see here that's really different is they have what looks like four different platforms of various heights. The two farthest from the wall are equal height, and then the other two are higher and not the same height. So that I thought was interesting. Did you see that, Ibrahim? Yeah, I see that. Have you ever shot a stage before where you have to hang from a rope and shoot around a wall? Yes, I shot one, but uh, the rope could allow you to use your both hands. So this one seems like uh, that's going to be different. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're a right-handed shooter, so it looks like you might be able to only hang on to the rope with your left hand and shoot the whole thing with your right, but then you're going to be across your body. So you'll have to kind of 
get in there and test it out and see if you need to switch hands. Yeah, the way it looks set up, it looks like you'll be able to do that just because that one, what is it, T3 looks like the only hard, hard lean. Right. Other than that, most right shooters should be able to get that done. But yeah, I know Area 8 has had poles before where you can hang off the pole, but the pole is rigid. So this is going to be an interesting one to see. Right. Yeah, yeah I uh, think... but I, I think it's also going to depend on the length of the loop because uh, maybe the loop won't allow you to yeah. shoot Crossover. three targets. A similar four targets in the same direction, maybe. Yeah, it's again when you're looking at a matchbook, this is just a general guide. We can't come up yeah, with stage right. plans or anything like that based on the matchbook, but do pay attention to different challenges, weird start positions, yeah. obviously various height platforms to stand on, yeah, and hanging from a rope you want to pay yeah. attention to. This is a good disclaimer to do right now because I always start breaking down matchbooks and I forget to mention that to people. So we're not going through this and making stage plans and going through this and saying, oh, I'm going to go left and then right. This is basically doing this right now. Like, man, I've never seen an uneven platform that I'm going to have to hang up, hang off of a rope. So that's definitely something that uh, I might want to throw some different size plates on the ground at my local gym and hang off a rope and see what the balance points are like and, and play right. with stuff like that. And the higher you can hang on to the rope, the more stable you're going to be. But then you need to make sure you're hanging on low enough yeah, less to lean far enough to see your target. Sure. So Good way to any... start it out for those people starting out on stage one. <laughs> right? Do you have any questions on stage one? All right, let's move to stage two. Nothing fancy, just some... Normal star positions, we have got a swinger in the back. Yeah, this looks fairly Pretty straightforward. Standard. Nothing to worry about if we've been practicing and dry firing. Right, and it looks like you've got a couple targets you can, oh no, those are, oh, on the walls, those are actually decorations. Yeah, they're just, just the theme. Yeah, Man, in Asia, nice. they have like these big, bright, colorful decorations on all of the walls. It's going to be mango steams. I like it. I like that the whole matchbook is food. I love food. <laughs> I've noticed that the whole way. I'm just like, mmm, yummy every time I come to a stage. So this is, again, very straightforward. Anything on that, Ibrahim? No? Nothing to note no. on that stage. Yeah, very straightforward. Same thing stage here. Three. Like straightforward well, stage. You start either back left or back right. Yeah. This is going to depend if you're right-handed or left-handed. Um, so as a right-handed shooter, typically I would start back left mm -hmm. unless I see some advantage to going the other direction. Maybe it flows better or something like that. Yeah, nothing crazy otherwise. Just a lot of ground to cover with the IPSC rules of having to actually right. not cover yeah, the have, lines. Yeah, I have a question on this stage. Yeah. When you're starting from the left side, then you move forward. Yes. Uh, there are targets on the left side, and there's another target on the far right side. So on this scenario, which target should give you an advantage to start with? Are they the target on the left or the target on the right side? The, okay, so you're going to have to go all the way back to the right anyway to pick up those last two targets. So I would yes. not be shooting across the stage, taking them farther away and adding those wide transitions. 
Just save the ones in the back on the right until you're at the end. Okay, okay. When you're, you're right in front of them anyway, because those other two targets are behind the wall. So you have to go yes. there anyway. Just shoot it later on. Yeah, and then I see, I think it's, if you go all the way up front, it looks like T8 and T6 are those targets behind those frontmost walls. So if you're talking about that position, if you're coming up to like the front left of the, the stage, I'd say you're probably going to be leaving the front left of the stage on T8 so that you're kind of leaving to the right. You see what yeah, I'm talking Yeah, because you're not going to be able to shift your weight out of there on that partial or the popper. No. So yeah, I would go in the direction you want your gun to move. If it's even set up this way when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking in some theoreticals. It's stage four. Got a bobber behind um, hardcover steel. So you've shot those before, right, Ibrahim? Yes, I did. Well, this one again, very straightforward. Yeah, just one of those activators that are in a different array from the mover, but nothing pretty standard. You know something so you interesting? You're starting at Unless, the center. Yes. So that's what I was just going to say. You're starting at the center. So I'm going to guess that steel on the left, hopper one, you're going to have to go all the way back yep. to the beginning of the letter P to see it. Otherwise, yep. there'd be no reason to have that leg yep. on the stage. So I would just run straight okay. back there and start there. Yep. Activate off the start. Because it looks like you're, they're, they're trying to bait you in with that T5, that partial on the right there, because you can see it from the start. So I'd say save that for the end. Yeah, you're going all the way. I, usually with these kind of stages, it's better to go to a starting point and just shoot mm -hmm. around in the circle. Mm -hmm. Of course, not seeing it on the ground, I don't know. <laughs> but but usually you want to i would run up range first and start at the very bottom of the p yeah. and then work my way around in the upper part of the circle okay good stuff mango we've got a swinger this one's going to be a quick fast stage mm -hmm. Very aggressive. Yeah, it's only twelve rounds, and that's something we were just talking before, Ibrahim. That that um, Ibrahim, that the um, the stages, even the small ones, are kind of aggressive. They're not like stand and shoots. They're not any easy ones. So even this twelve rounder is going to be an aggressive, hard moving with a probably an aggressive swinger. I'm going to guess they're not going to make a. Yeah, I'm going to. I mean, it's probably going to be one shot per pass. Yeah. But you have to decide before you shoot this stage. I mean, even though. Because there is added movement that does bring down the hit factor, it still is kind of a speed stage. So you're going to have to figure out before you shoot this, how many passes of the swinger am I going to allow myself? Just like if you shoot at a steal and you miss, you're going to take a makeup shot, but you're not going to stand there and shoot at it three times, right? You're just going to let it go at that point. Yeah. Give yourself so your two the, passes and... Yep, with the swinger, you're going to tell yourself, okay, I have two passes to get this and I get what I get. If I have a mic, it's better than waiting for another pass. Sure. So you'll have to decide for yourself what limitations you're going to set before you shoot the stage. 
another heavy Page six. We've got another bobber behind a steel mm -hmm. hardcover. This is another one where you start in the center. And again, typically, I would run up range to the left as a right-handed shooter to start the stage and then mm -hmm. just work my way around. And just remember, there really are no shortcuts. Everyone's going to be looking for shortcuts. And usually, usually, they're not worth taking. If you shoot the stage the way it's meant to be shot, then usually you're going to come out ahead. Then all these guys trying to take these shortcuts or putting in really hard leans versus just running up there and shooting it right in front of your face. I love JJ said, I'm a better GM up close. Like, ah, well. <laughs> Anything on this, Ibrahim? Uh, no, this one is a straight fight. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking, uh, I was also, I would also go to the left side. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Push back left and come over. I mean, depending on what you see when you get there, but yeah. Yeah. Stage seven. Mm -hmm. this, this is, is magazine seated empty chamber, which we see a lot in this match. So your your gun is loaded with the magazine, chamber is empty. So the first thing you have to do is rack your gun. And I know you do this a lot in IPSC, but for our US listeners, we don't see this as much as they do. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens is you get ahead of yourself and start thinking about that first target or something else you have to do and you forget to rack the gun. Mm -hmm. So make sure your very first thought is rack the gun. Israeli carry, come on. All right, and we've got a swinger and a moving platform where you have to shoot through a port. And it looks as though everything is going to be through the port. Yeah, like maybe those two outside targets might be from the outside. Maybe. It's hard. That's just see. enough to force you to take that shuffle step right, shuffle step yeah. left that's going to like, really mess you know, everybody up on that shaky bridge but you know, always, it is the world shoot if i was building the stage i'd make them go to each end absolutely. and the port i'd make you lean if it was going to be yeah because those those shaky bridges it's not shooting still from it it's your second position that sucks so I, I, yeah I, you... I think this, i think this is an unstable platform yeah yes that's going to be it looks like it's on chains on all four corners so it'll move in every direction we have one yep. of these at Area 8. It's like a standard prop at every one of our major matches now. So I've just learned to enjoy it because it gives me time on everybody else who is, we'll call it um, uncoordinated. So all you've got to do is get as low as possible and as wide as you possibly can get and still look through your sights and you'll be fine. That's a an easy fix to this. Yeah. And again, only 12 rounds. Have you done unstable round. platforms, Ibrahim? Yeah, sorry. Have you done unstable platforms before? Uh, yes, I've done before, but uh, in 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 uh, in South Africa. Oh, we, they just have that little square so, one. Yeah, we don't have that. Uh, they don't have the there. long one yeah. in South Africa. No. Okay, so you're gonna have to. You might have to do sort of a side shuffle step. Yeah. Just make sure up. you're really, really low, really, really wide. Like and you'll you want to okay. think you look silly. You want to exaggerate it to think you look silly, and then you're perfect. Okay. That'll be a fun one. Something else, Ibrahim? Uh, for the previous stage or this one, the current one? Did you have something on the last one? No, 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 no. Okay. That is good. Okay. All right, so stage eight, you have to go up and down stairs. 
And it looks like we've got some medium height ports where you have to get down a little bit. But I'm, I know you've done that before. So have you done up and down stairs before? Uh, yes, yes, we've done that. Okay, have you reloaded going upstairs and down the stairs? Uh, no, I've never done that. Okay, if you have stairs in I, your house, practice reloading going upstairs and going downstairs. Yeah, I complete my reload before going to the stairs to avoid falling. Okay, so I have, a, <laughs> there's a photo everyone makes fun of me for where I'm jumping through the air doing a reload. And that is an option you can use if you want to jump off the platform instead of going down the stairs. You're gonna see guys jumping off the platform doing their reload probably, but I actually think it's much more controlled to just go down the stairs without jumping. They think it's faster because of gravity but if you're going downstairs, you're already using gravity and then you're adding muscle to it by, yeah. you know, using your muscle to physically go down the stairs. No, it's the same thing. Does that the, make sense? Yeah, you, you yeah, don't so, want to spend so, too much time in the air. You're so not accelerating. So instead of grabbing the stairs, we, we just jump over it, right? No, what I'm saying is you're going to see other people jump. Jumping yes. is slower. Yeah. than using your feet to go down the stairs. Okay, okay. Yeah, it looks faster, but the whole thing is like, is if you're if you're falling, you're not accelerating. So you might as well- Exactly, stay on the that's what I was trying oh. to say. Thank you. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's an old thing from racing. It's like, you don't want to slam jumps on your, your motorcycle because somebody will just stay low and skip through you. So yeah, you think about exactly. just continue accelerating as much as possible. Don't worry about jumping or leaping. Same as you wouldn't take big, big steps in a stage. You take little steps, same concept. Yeah, you're okay. constantly in contact with the ground pushing on it versus flying through the air. You're not applying any force. The only force at play is gravity. Yeah. You, where if you're going down the stairs, you have gravity as well helping you out and you're applying force. So it is faster. Yeah. But if you want some cool video on YouTube, make the <laughs> jump. <laughs> All right, this is stage nine. Yeah. Nine, right? This is one of those stages that the, the stage win is going to look so not fancy. It's going to look boring. Yeah. It's just going to be the guy who has his gun up <clears throat> and has all his indexes programmed everywhere, and he's not looking for anything. It's going to look like a, a simple boring, stage. Slow, yep. That's going to be the name of this game is gun stays up, program your spots visually, and just know exactly where you're looking, and everything else will be almost automatic. Yeah, gun stays up is key. A lot of people pull in their gun when they cross one of those visual yeah. barriers. It's just yeah. a transition. It's all one array. Especially, you can kind of see how it's set up. The walls are like a foot off the the, the front line anyway. So it's just going to be drive that gun around and visually know where you're putting your eyes and the rest of it will happen. Yeah, and if you get too tight on that forward fault line, that actually increases the angle of your transitions, making them wider. Yeah. If you stay back a little farther, then it narrows the transition so it's a little bit easier and you're not going to get tripped up on the fault line or get your guns sucked in between the walls. Yeah, but it's interesting. It looks like there's a lot of notches and you're definitely not going to need to use all of them. Exactly. <laughs> you probably only need to use four of them, maybe five of them. And there's what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine cuts. So yeah, 
be programmed mentally more than anything here. This is going to be a visually just. It's a little bit of a memory stage. So you're oh. going to have to remember which openings you don't have to go to. Yeah. Yeah. I like also, I think the activator uh, is one activator is on the left side and the other one is on the right side. Yep. So in this scenario, is it is it better to start from the right side or the left side? Uh, because of reload and I'm right kind of shooter. I start from the left, yeah, right? I would start on the left. So yeah. start at the start point in the center and just run all the way to the left. Yep. Yes. That absorbs your draw into movement and it's going to be faster. Some people are going to start shooting right in the center, but you have to come back there anyway yeah. to see those swingers. Yes, I, I think there's nothing to shoot uh, at the center because the you have to come to, you have to come to the left or the right to activate the. Yeah, the you have to activate, it looks activate like them two first open. anyway. It looks like T3 yeah. and T5 are just open targets in the center. But I, again, there I call are, them, like, yeah. they look like traps. That's what I call them. That's just yeah. like. You, yeah, they, to suck people into shooting from the middle. Of Don't anything, from T3 the middle will on the be start. kind of like. T3 would be the target I would look at to say if that swinger was taking a long time, I might shoot T3 between while I wait for it to show again, just depending on how quick you can shoot. So yeah, that's, that's definitely, I would go all the way left, all the way right, make everything activate, and then I'll be in the center and just work through the center. So then after I shoot on the left, should I skip uh, the center? I go to the right and then I come back to the center. Yes. Mm -hmm. I absolutely would. You shoot it left to center and then right to center. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Make if it's set up this way, once again. <laughs> the biggest thing is going to be eliminating openings, not using all of them. Yeah. Which ones do you have to go to and combine as much as possible? But if adding an opening helps you flow through the stage better, then it's worth adding it versus being planted in one spot, shooting yeah. everything from one spot. If you yeah. can be moving, it's yeah, worth adding. Kind of use one of them fluidly. Yeah. All right, stage 10. This is All the... right, you're going to be sitting in a lounge chair. Based on the picture, and this could be very different when you see it in real life, you're going to be sitting up with your legs fully extended in front of you. So the trick to getting out of this is hooking your foot underneath the chair and then using your arms, throw your arms forward at the same time. Did that make sense, Ibrahim? Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. All right, so we've also got the gun unloaded on the table. So obviously you're gonna go for that right away. Then we have two sliding steel in a U shape. So those sliding steel are going to be moving the slowest as they're moving upward. Anytime there's a change in direction. It'll be relatively stationary just based on what it looks like in those, those yeah. the top of the arch. So if you can activate it, shoot another target and kind of let it get to your its next point, I would try to, I wouldn't try to ambush it out of the start unless it's slow enough. I would say try to activate it, shoot something else and wait for it to kind of settle at the top there and it'll be sitting there waiting for you. Again, you'll have to see it and see what it looks like, but based on the picture anyway, 
I would be shooting that on its way back up the other side. So, so you, so the best strategy is to run forward. Well, you're going to have to pick up your gun and shoot those targets on both okay. sides boom, boom, yes. first, the ones by the that. tables. Yep. Yep. So it looks and like then you have. It looks like the popper on the right is going to activate it. So for example, I would activate it on the right and then I'd swing to that popper on the left and I'd shoot it because the popper on the left is going to be kind of close to where the, the, uh, the mover is going to come to. So instead of shooting the popper and waiting for it and trying to ambush it right out of the gate, you know it'll be slower on the other side. So I would come into that front, that right where it says number 10, that front, that front um, port. I'd shoot the activator shoot the other popper and then shoot the um, sled as we as we'll call it as it comes up the the slope there and then finish on the last paper target yeah. well you so could not, also no. eliminate that paper target earlier if you wanted to when you're taking yeah, the one on the on side yeah. if you could see it from the front i just take it from the front but if you can't you're going to be taking it from when you take those first two targets when you pick the gun up yeah, but again, it's another funny stage. We, get there. we mentioned it. Here's here's we're sitting here and, and talking more about a 12 round stage than we have some of the 25 and 30 round stages. So right. it's 12 yeah. rounds. It's only 12 rounds. It's four paper targets and four pieces of steel. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, but if we combine a uh, six or maybe five 12 round uh, stage, that, that's that's like a a big stage. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be. Uh, a long, so, yeah, it's gonna take a while. That's for sure. Yeah, All so right, I, this I, sorry, sorry, uh, the previous one, uh, the, the gun and okay. magazine on the top, so the previous one, yep. So the, the gun is on one side, the magazine will be on the one side. So, in this scenario, it's better to place the gun on the right side and magazine on the left side. That's correct. It says the magazines are on either table, yeah. So, we don't know yet. I Typically, they're going to make you put it on the opposite table. But remember, the people writing this don't speak English as their primary language. So it could yeah. be misinterpreted very easily. A lot of these stages can with mm -hmm. the wording. So you'll have to see when you get there, where are you supposed to put your magazines? It says Perfect. on either table, but it, they might change that and specify, no, they have to be on the opposite table. We don't know. <laughs> Okay. But if you can, have your magazines on the same table as the gun. Okay. Yeah, I would probably keep it on the right side no matter what, though, because either way, if the mags are over there, I want it on the right so I can grab the gun and bring it to the mag. If the mags are on the left, I'd still want to grab the gun and think about bringing it to the magazines rather than grab the gun and having to reach under for the magazines. So right. I'd probably start on the right table no matter what if, if I could, if it wasn't a disadvantage. Exactly, as a right-handed shooter. Yeah. Stage 11 is very interesting. <laughs> the penguin stage. So you have to be laying face down on the bed. Your gun is on the bedside table. The magazine is inserted, but the chamber is empty. So this is gonna be a distracting stage because everything is weird and a lot of people are gonna forget to rack the gun first. So make sure your focus is chamber that first round that's the first thing you have to do and put your focus on oh. and all uh, of your mags are on the table in case you need another one uh yes. you're shooting prone through the port yeah 
and there's a swinger and it looks it like there's a wall dividing so you'll have to kind of shift around what i would do probably what's the easiest is rolling onto your right shoulder to shoot the ones on the left and rolling onto your left shoulder to shoot the ones on the right the other option would be superman this takes a lot of body strength so you're basically on your belly lifting your shoulders and yeah. arms totally up off the yeah. platform and think, that way you can transition without tilting the gun because when you can't the gun that changes your point of impact i think the important thing is just to decide it's not that one is better than the other it's to just go to your local range throw a towel down put a small, small port do I want to put an elbow down or not? Because when I see people shooting low ports in major matches, the number one thing I see, it's not that one strategy is better than the other. It's that they try to do one and then they're like, oh, this isn't working. And then they jam their elbows down and then they go back to what they were doing and they're just spending time kind of making decisions. Just make it now. Just decide I like to shoot with my elbows down or not. I don't like to shoot my elbows down. It's just personal. Most people do. Just I don't think that's, the, again, it's one of those stages. It's a small stage, 12 rounds. It's just kind of have your mental plan in place and just shut everybody out just i'm going to do this i'm going to rack my gun i'm going to put my elbows here and go to work if you're in good physical shape i think superman is the easiest way to transition through an array like this it feels more natural and the gun is straight up and down and yes. i like that sure but if you're not able to hold that position if you don't have that physical strength to do it then rolling onto one shoulder or the other is an option. Just know it might affect your point of impact depending on how far these targets are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would normally say it wouldn't change your point of impact. We're talking world shooting. It looks like some of those plates are back at the back of the bay. So yeah, it it depends. Just like everything in the sport. It depends. <laughs> Ibrahim is so tired of hearing me say that. It depends. That's it depends. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to say. It depends. Another gun-loaded empty chamber. Here we go. So, yep. And we've got a chair start. So with the chair start, where are our hands? It'll be as demonstrated. So they're going to show you exactly how you have to be sitting in the chair. Um, so something to be careful of is if there's an opening in the back of the chair, your magazines can get hooked <laughs> under the back, and then you're going to take that chair with you for the whole stage. Or if the chair so, is staked down you will go backwards which i saw at the last major match so careful yeah so if they tell you your back has to be touching the back of the chair just scoot your butt forward so that your magazines don't get hooked on the chair okay if you have to start with your hands on your knees you're just going to throw your arms straight yeah. forward to get off. out of the chair and then go for the gun if they don't have to be Actually, even if they're on your knees, you can still go up and forward. Yeah, so I just throw my arms yourself. out of any seated position. Throw yeah, them forward, I throw my arms straight forward. Yep. If you're at surrender, I would kind of do like a back and then yep. forward, get yep. a little momentum, and then go for the gun. But the key is you're going to use your arms to create momentum to pull you out of the chair yep. before you go for the gun, yep. unless you have a race holster. <laughs> then it's gun first <laughs> then it's gun first it's always gonna be put your hand on that gun yeah. <laughs> do you have a race holster Ibrahim would your gun just fall out if you move 
yeah, the kind of host I use, uh, it's quite delicate. Then yes, yeah. Okay, so you're going to get your hand to the gun at the same time. You can't move yeah. your body. You can first. throw the other you have hand. Have to get your hand there, but mm -hmm. you can yeah. use your left hand. Throw your left hand forward and just bury your gun at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So get your hand to your gun right away so it doesn't fall out and use that left yep. hand to pull you out of the chair. And just throw that arm towards position. Sure. And then the door activates two swingers. So we don't know if they're going to be staggered, if they're going at the same time. That's something you're just going to have to see and plan for it. Yeah, anytime and you I know to put the gun up high when you open the door uh, so you yeah. don't sweep yourself. Yeah, any door activators, I just come up almost, like literally almost temple index. Like I'm coming up weirdly high so I can drive the gun in. All right, this stage is really cool because you have to walk past a sensor and that sensor is going to activate two swinging plates and two swingers. So it... It looks like everything's just going all at once. Uh -huh. You'll have to see before you shoot if they're staggered at all, which one is the best one to start on. But a lot of people will make a mistake here because their eye is going to get drawn to a different moving target before they finish shooting the one they're on. So just pick your order, stick to it. Don't let the other moving targets distract you. And it looks like this is one of those sweet spot stages where if you miss that spot, you're not gonna, you're gonna have to shift and move a lot. So make sure when you come in for that first position, you know exactly where you're putting that foot and you know where you're gonna put your eye once you put your foot there. And then just tr just program that spot in more than anything. You know the rest of it will show up. It's one of those, just have faith. Pick your spot and have faith. Well, you're going to have to go all the way forward anyway. Mm -hmm. There's that target Oops. on the right, if it's set up this way. So probably, it looks like you're probably going to have to take that swinger on the left through a port. Yep. Through, it looks like a low port. So you may have to even move forward to activate it and then move back to see the swinger. If so the swinger, the swinger seems to be, is going to be taken from, uh, from, the, from upridge position from the start position right it looks like well, the left swinger will be like from under opening. the port or through the yeah through the wall and it looks like the other two swingers you can move up for or the other three okay. swingers you can move up for yeah to me it looks like you're going to move up to that wall and there's an opening on that wall on the left when you get up there that activates the swinger mm -hmm. And then you might even have to back up a little bit to take that swinger. But again, this is all hypothetical. We don't know until we get there. Yeah, and then sure. I would just move forward for everything else. Because you have to go all the way to the end anyway for that last yeah. target. Sure. Interesting one. That looks fun. A sensor. Yeah. That's cool. Very interesting. Something I've never seen before. That's, that's cool. <laughs> All right, stage 14, the door activates the swinger. That looks fairly straightforward to me. Yeah. Any questions on that, Ibrahim? No, this one is a straightforward stage. Yeah. Yeah, just the slots in the wall and a door that activates the target. Normal Ipsic stuff. 
15, stump pad activates two swinging plates. Mm -hmm. I like the swimming, swinging plates in Ipsic. They force a lot of mm -hmm. precision and timing rather than just slinging two at a swinger. I really like them. But it looks like it's it's a pretty straightforward stage in that there's not going to be a lot of stage planning. It looks just like, hey, get to finish those back targets, get to the front, and don't miss the steal. And I kind of I enjoy stages like this because in my mind it just means mentally put yourself on accuracy, whatever that means to you. Trigger prep or whatever. For me, it's always trigger. I shoot clock, so I just have to think about my trigger. But I, yeah, and just... I think since you can start anywhere, I think everyone pretty much is going to start back. where they can hit T four. Yep. And then just move through from there. Yep. Yeah, it looks like you'll use T4 to T1 and then into the bottom position. It looks straightforward as could be, but that's kind of, uh, I like stages like that because that means it's not going to be speed. It's going to be execution. Don't miss. It's Easy. a trap. Be just be accurate. That's it. All right, stage 16. Um, so this is, going to, this is going to be my first stage. Yes. Of the match. This, is, this is where you start. Your first one. Relaxed yes. anywhere. Yeah, I would start on the all the way on the right in the back. Yep. Top up right. range on the right. Yeah. Put your running shoes on. Make sure you stretch before you get started. Right. And it looks like there are some medium height ports you'll have to get a little bit low for, but not in a full yeah. squat or anything. Or and not those, taking a knee. And the diagonal ones. Are. Yeah. Yeah, the slanted ports are always interesting because if you've never seen what ocular occlusion is, is, you might see it for your first time right there. You might be forced to. Your optic might be in the way. Your right eye might see a target and your left eye might be staring at the, the port or vice versa. So it's interesting to get familiar with those slanted ports before you have to see them in a competition. Well, you've shot through the slanted ports in South Africa, didn't you, Ibrahim? Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, so you know what that looks like. It can yeah. be a little weird. Sure. Yeah. And uh, sorry, uh, the, the first the, the target on the on the right, the one that I'm going to start with, there is a, a partial target, uh, mm -hmm. a plate, and uh, an open target. You'll uh, start with T13. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I start with T13. T13, and then back out on T14. Um. T14 might be tough to back out on if it's a partial like that. Yeah, yeah is it a good you, idea? If you back can out? back out on it, then definitely do it that way. If you cannot back out on it, then it's actually going to be faster to just move the gun in the same direction it's going to be moving anyway. So transitioning yeah. right to left, unless you can back out on it, then transition left to right. Yeah, unless T13 some weird, crazy lean, then... Yeah. yeah, that would be the other exception if it forces you into a lean. It's better to shoot out of a lean. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's that's pretty cool though. Otherwise, just nice big running stage. I like these. Yeah, you'll you'll do well on that one, Ibrahim. That's right up your alley. Thanks. This is where things get interesting. So 17. Oh yeah, you're gonna start out holding a what looks to me like a baseball bat. So I'm going to guess you hold it traditionally in two hands, like you're going to hit a ball with a baseball bat. Yeah. That would be my best guess. You're start. starting with the magazine seated 
empty chamber, gun is holstered. There's a stomp pad for the sliding swinger with a no shoot on it. It is visible at rest. All of their movers in this whole match are visible at rest. So I have never seen a sliding swinger before. Have you? No, this will be my first time. Okay. Well, it's. I think it's just gonna be the same as tracking a swinger, except you're also tracking along the track yeah. sideways. That'll be interesting. Like, this makes me excited to shoot a sliding swinger. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. And you're very good with swingers, right? Yeah, I'm very good with swingers, but this looks like a partial swinger. It is a partial, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be about picking spots. And I mean, the way the stage looks, it, it appears like you're going to have to take, uh, what is that, T3 from the right side and probably the steel. But it, it almost looks like you can hit that stomp pad, run up, and deal with some other targets as the thing slides. And since it's visible at rest, depending Ooh. on how aggressive it is, you might want to just stomp it on the way through, get down to that bottom position, shoot, what is that, T2 at the bottom, and catch it at the end, but it depends. It, it really, I hate It that. really depends, because if you only have a sliver of that target remaining, and it's still swinging at the end, remember, yeah, it, it's, you're yeah. going to have to see how it looks. Yeah, but You'll that probably might be a have, one. My best guess is you're going to have the most target available to you as it's sliding and swinging. I think at the end, it's going to be more obscured behind that barricade, Whatever but that you never know. Definitely look at the options. Or maybe they're going to make it visible, but you have to, to run back up bridge. Mm. The end, Good maybe. Yeah. I don't think that would be, I don't think they can because it swings. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Sure. It's still moving. Sure. So sure. it would peek yeah. out. That's an interesting one though. That's where things- Yeah, are that's really super curious. interesting. And you really just don't know until yeah. you see it. Yeah, but the name the of that game is, is just going to be the same as swingers. Is if you're good at swingers, it's just define that spot. You know exactly. I'm going to put my gun here. I'm going to shoot right here. I know how many shots I'm going to take per pass. Just be confident and let it happen. If you spend so much time worrying about this that it throws off everything else, then don't worry about it. I, I want to set one of these up though. Now I'm kind of on a yeah. mission to set up a a little roller coaster track and have a swinging a sliding swinger now. Yeah, if you can shoot a swinger and you can shoot a slider, you, you can okay. shoot this. Just don't overthink it. Let your eyes tell your body what to do and your body will just naturally do it. As long as you pick the spot on the target with your eyes. Yeah. And also remember, if your gun is not moving, you are late. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point on that. Should definitely be tracking the entire time. Yeah. All right, 18. <clears throat> So door one has a swinger, stomp pad has a bobber, door two has a swinger. <laughs> to me, this is very straightforward. Yeah, there's just three zones to shoot it. Make sure you control, I, these are the ones where you wanna control the swingers and try, probably get them on the first pass so you're not waiting for it at any given time and you know that I'm getting it exactly when I said so. Other than that, this is pretty much just shoot, shooting from three positions. Yeah, you just want to know where they're going to appear and when. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think most of the swingers that are activated by Adon, they come out immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are faster because you're pulling it versus having it just fall. Yeah. So you'll have to know, like, I'm not going to get it on the first pass, so I'm going to come through the door, shoot an open piece of paper first, and then get whatever your plan is, but you'll have to not get distracted by it. I personally, when it's activated by a door, I like to shoot it right away because by the time you get, so you pull the door, get your hand back on the gun, and then it's there, usually. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to time it out and see but I like to typically go right for the swinger yeah. after opening a door. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be defended. They had a double clamshell behind a door at Area 8. Area 8? Yeah, Area 8. And that was an interesting one because you had to commit to one. You're not getting both. So it's just, that's why I always say those kinds of uh, targets are just a commit target. I'm going to shoot it here then and not spend any more time or thought on it. All right, stage 19, we've got a two-target slider with a no-shoot in between. At least it's not swinging that we know of. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm moving. Thank you. Yeah, just the slider. Now, the real trap on this stage is not what you think. It looks like there are three close range, open, shoot on the move targets. That's where everyone's going to drop their points. Mm -hmm. They're just going to blow by those and take them for granted. You've you still obviously want to shoot them on the move and shoot quickly, but you need to really be collecting alphas on those close range open targets. Nice. That's going to be the difference between winning and losing the stage. Yeah, if you're moving through them, don't worry, just collect your points. <laughs> this is the, another oh, it's only 12 <laughs> rounds, but now you're riding a buffalo. Yeah, you're going to start riding the buffalo. Magazine is seated, chamber empty, draw from holster. Again, a lot of distractions to try and make you forget you have to rack that gun first. Mm -hmm. We have two swingers and a left lean around the barricade where you might have to hook your leg underneath the bull in order to lean. Old stirrup action. Yeah, you're, if that really is a lean, you're probably going to have to really Wrapping hang on right with here. your legs. Yep. Wrapping or your into those armpits and, and putting your feet in there and just yeah, holding on with your or legs. Or if there's anything to hang on to with your hand, you might have to go weak hand only, depending how it's set up. Sure. But sure. the main thing is don't fall off. <laughs> so if there's something to hang on to with your hand and you have to lean, it might be better to go weak-handed versus falling off or ending up disqualified. Or if you can hook with your legs, obviously that's better because then you can shoot with two hands. Mm -hmm. If you can see the target. This is a whole lot of hypotheticals, what ifs. But the main That'll thing is do whatever you need to do to not fall off the bowl. That'll be a fun sure. All right, 21, we've got two bobbing plates. It says plate form, which I'm guessing means activating steel. Mm -hmm. Am I on the right one here? Yeah. Yeah, but this is just another one of those. It's gonna be, this is a speed shoot as far as an Ipsic speed shoot goes. It's gonna be fast. Open targets, yeah. those, that, those T3, T4 in the center are going to be 
very shot incredibly fast and i can guarantee you both poppers are going to be taken at once and it'll be swinger swinger and that'll be the win so this it's is just bobber. Be, or bobber bobber but this is yeah, going to be says... very much a picture <laughs> spot be accurate and don't worry about trying to rush if you can't get the hit because taking makeup shots of that steel is going to take seconds yeah this is definitely um lost in translation it says plate form one and plate form two that just means the activating steel and then yeah, it says swinging plate targets, one, plate two. but it doesn't look like swinging targets to me. I think, Ibrahim, those are those same steel bobbers behind. Yeah, they, yeah they are elevating. Yeah, just these are. Yeah. yeah. They've, they've yeah, called all the bobber swingers. Popper, so popper, bobber, bobber. Yeah. yeah. The whole matchbook, even the paper ones, they've been calling them swingers too. So I'm, I'm assuming they're just right. stuff. But yeah, it just looks like the pop pop, but that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a real a real aggressive stage. And Ibrahim, you've done that before at this range. Yes, you I've shot done their bobbing targets. Also, I've landed uh, some for training because uh, I'm going uh, five days before the match, so I have time okay. to throw some rounds on those targets. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. So, good. so when you start. When at the start position, should I start with the partial target or the open target? It says, okay, this is another weird thing. It says competitors stand relaxed anywhere within designated area as demonstrated. So it says anywhere, but you see a mark on the ground? Yeah, the mark, yeah. So we really don't know where you start? Yeah. And I always answer that with, it really depends. Do you have like a, a guaranteed 0.8 draw to alpha? Then I'd start on the open target. Otherwise, I don't really ever see it as worth it. Just start on the uh, partial so that you can move through the open targets. Yeah, I would. I mean, if you start all the way on the left, then I would do T4, T3, T2, and then you can back out on T1. Move out, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's, that's but watch a that one. 180. That's going to be right on the line to back out on. Another big runner. This... All right. Downward targets on the move, medium height ports. So again, you've got those two close, open, easy targets. You just want to shred and a lot of people are going to be dropping points on those. Just yeah. collect your alphas. Delta to the middle. Yeah. You've got another diagonal port which you know how to do. Yeah, but this is just another runner. Covers yeah, this is out. what you're good at, Ibrahim. Yeah. That has basically uh, stage no swingers and no, no, no steel targets. <laughs> 23. Yeah, this, this is, is a long match. Through. I have to turn pages. All right, this so is the one this where one... you're going to be shooting probably through that bridge or underneath something for a, those long distance targets and just based on the look of it, you're probably going to be doing it from like a squat. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to start kneeling, holding a crothong that is sort of like a plant that floats on water. They put candles on for commemoration. Um, so you're probably going to start holding that in two hands and just have to drop it and go for your gun. Mm -hmm. Now, it's hard to say if you're going to have to go full on prone or if you can get it from a kneeling or one knee down if you can do it one knee down that's ideal versus going prone especially because of the way the fault lines are 
you have to make sure your legs are all the way inside the fault line. So then you're almost laying on your side. Yeah. You're laying, laying sideways. I mean. Yeah. But other than if that star position, other than those two targets underneath that port, everything else is just a pretty straightforward stage. Up and down stairs, we talked about everything else in here is pretty pretty much straightforward. Yeah, there's no other way you can get those ones under there yeah. without going either prone or kneeling or something like that from the start. Yeah. And if you're yeah, already sure. on your knees anyway, normally I say move on the start, but you're not coming back by there later on. And it's better to, if you're already kneeling, to just take it at the beginning yeah. of the stage. 24. Shoot the activator far and know where the swinger is, <laughs> or shoot it close from the start and don't know where the swinger will be. That was the note I took for myself. <laughs> I know what you mean, though, because that's basically my two choices all the time. It's either shoot it and know exactly where I'm going to put my first two rounds on the swinger or shoot the popper early and just deal with the swinger at the end where it appears. Your yeah, and then you done. might be stuck waiting for it, but there is another target there if the swinger isn't available. So just based on how fast or how aggressive or how slow and sloppy and how long you'll have to wait for it makes my plan yeah. for me. Right. If it's going to be stopped, then obviously activate the popper right from the start. Yeah. Easy one. Do you now. understand what we're saying, Ibrahim? Yeah, yes, I understand. Okay. Do you think you would activate it from the start and then shoot it at the end? Or do you think you should you would activate it at the end and shoot it at the end, shooting that popper from farther away? Uh, I think because of the start, I'll, I'll activate from the from the start. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I see the the swingers that that they just show at the top, like you're just going to kind of show like this. If yeah. I get an opportunity to to let them slow down, I do. Obviously, sometimes you got to shoot them first, but if those are the ones that are dangerous to me. Because right. I, I I use my I use the uh, IP two to turn my body to the to the next target. You use what to turn your body? I use the IP. I will start with the IP one, and then I will use IP two. Oh, to yeah, yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, so to yes. turn my bullet. Boom, yes. Boom, boom. Yeah, kind of fill the. Because you're going to rotate left as you're shooting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boom. boom. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then backing out on T one. And I'll back up. Yeah, back. And then. Hopefully you can see early on if T3 is going to be there or not. Or if you see that it's going to be pretty much stopped at the end anyway, then just take it last. Yeah. But you don't want to be standing there doing nothing, waiting for it. So there is another target there you can take if you don't see it. Yeah. All right, we've got a sliding swinger with a no shoot. Again. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. and this is one of those doesn't matter which way you go, just choose a direction based on what which way you're comfortable moving. It's all um, going to be apples to apples until the end. Yeah. This is, this is only 10 rounds. You're not going to have to reload. So, you're yeah. actually going to run faster 
running left than yeah, running yeah. right. Left, right yeah. So from the start, I would run to the right first as a right-handed shooter. Yeah, like it looks like you're going to have to take T1 and then T4 and then run straight forward to the right there so that you can run to the left. But again, who knows based on what you'll see. Well, you have to go. Oh, there is nothing else on the right there. Yeah, yeah. you don't even have to go all the way to the left. No, it looks like I, I draw to T1. Yeah. T4 and it's my way towards it and then post up wherever I need to and move. I mean, you might even just finish in that bottom right corner depending on where things are. Yeah. It might be T1, T4. Or and the front the right corner. Right. Yeah, front, sorry, front right corner, bottom of the pit, front right corner. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That might be a very little movement stage, but it's going to be, again, going back to accuracy, it's taking makeups on the swingers, taking makeups on steel will be the difference between a stage win and a loss. It's That's going to be a make sure you get your point stage. Well, you know, if you can see T1 from the front, then I would still move on the draw. Yeah, I agree. To T4, like that direction. Yeah. And then finish on T1, yeah. But if you cannot see T1 from the front, then just take yeah. a step to the left, shoot it, and yeah. then go around. Yep. Sure. Sticky Rice. Oh, that's my nickname. <laughs> I won't get yeah. into that. <laughs> it's, the most, it's a shot it's the show most, thing. Most delicious food in Thailand. <laughs> what was that? Mango sticker. The most Mango delicious thing in the All right, so we've got a Cooper Tunnel on this one. Love them. It's like another medium height port. Yep. And again, it'll Have be you... good for an athletic guy like him. It's just going to be a lot of yeah. movement. Stay low through the ports. Hit this. Hit your position. This will be right up your alley. Have you yeah. shot in a Cooper Tunnel before? Yeah, I have. You have? Yeah, I have. Okay, I have. So, so you're good on this one. It's funny. Everybody always not come, coming out of the Cooper's Tunnels, everybody's issue. Shooting in the Cooper's Tunnels never any, anybody's problem. It's always coming out. Yeah, just don't that last draw or holster or reload or anything like that inside the Cooper Tunnel. Mm -hmm. Yes. And also, yeah, reload. Uh, one thing I would never try again is try to reload the uh, yeah, don't reload in the Cooper Tunnel. Yes. We got stage 27. We've got a side-to-side -side mover is what it looks like. That would be T8 behind what looks like a steel barricade. To me, that looks like it slides left and right. Yeah, it looks kind of like one of these. It doesn't look like a swinger. I don't think that's a Maybe swinger. Maybe a holy monkey. <laughs> It might be. That could be. It might be a holy monkey. They've got a couple of those. Yeah, that looks like it would be then. Because that's an awfully close uh, moving target for world shoot. Yeah. So Abraham, I, I, have that, you that's... shot the holy monkey? Yes, I shot holy monkey in, uh, I think it was in July. Perfect. Okay. It's but, another but one. Of those. It. It's, it's just visually it's... distracting. You just got to pick your spot. The, the, the monkey swinger is not consistent in movement, so... I don't think it's a good idea to put a, a monkey swinger in a match. Yeah, yeah I, they might, I see what you're saying. They might not have it in a world shoot because it's it's consistent, yeah, but I don't it know is. about world shoot consistent. Right. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, they, right. 
That thing tracks. Damn, they had some videos of it being like dead on the money a couple times. I hope it's there. I like that thing just because it's such a pain. <laughs> All right, stage twenty-eight. We just have a swinger here. Yeah, um, so it's hard to tell if the swinger is going to be available from the front or if you have to run all the way left. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the one question mark on this. It just depends where things are visible from. Because yeah, I don't know if do I want to activate to start or do I want to run left to start? Because I don't want to run left and then right and then left. It's it. This is a very right. much I have to see it. I have to see this one. Yeah. But it's I, I it's going to be important to note just where the swinger is going to be taken from and not drop points on these easy targets in between. Because again, it's only a twelve round stage. So if you throw Charlie Charlie Delta on those low easy fast targets on a ten round stage, you're burying yourself. And when you get there, you'll be able to see from outside the fault lines without stepping foot on the stage. If that swinger is available from the back left, yeah. So if then it's you'll know that's from, an option. So if it's available from the back uh, left, uh, is it a good idea to move forward, activate, shoot the other target up front, and then come back? It again, it depends. So what you're <laughs> you might not be able to see without stepping foot on the stage if yes. the swinger is available from the front or not. Yeah. So yeah. then you really can't make your whole plan until you know that. But yeah, if it saying, is available from the front of the stage, yeah. I would go left first and then just move through the whole L and then you can activate it from the front and take it from the front. Yeah, they, they clearly made they they clearly made MP1 to to force a position, a mid position there, or make you move through that hard steel. So you might have to be shooting a mid position on that L. It really depends where all this stuff. This is one of the hard ones to to really dice up the the, the actual diagram. Yeah, your other option is activate it from the start, then move left, yeah, then okay. move forward. Mm -hmm. I think what okay. you were saying is, should you move forward first, activate it, and then finish left? If you don't have to do uprange movement, don't. So that's why I would go left first, then forward. Okay. Twenty-nine. Getting a dessert here. So this could be strong hand only holding a pulley that opens the port. One of those. And something you can do a lot of times is set a port door on your head so you can shoot with both hands. This one looks like it's either going to be a guillotine style or flipping outward mm -hmm. away from you. So you probably won't be able to hold the port open with your head and shoot with two hands. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be strong hand only on those four steel. Yeah, for the, uh, we'll call it these trapdoor stages, I always keep a hat and a little piece of foam in my bag. So I can put a foam right here and then a hat on top of it. And I just plop stuff right in my head. The last area match, they had that all the, and people were like, like rattling their teeth trying to open it up. So I always try to hold it open with my head, but if not, then, yeah. yeah. Or the nobody... soft knee pads work as well. You're definitely going to need knee pads for this match. Yes. Maybe even elbow pads if you're starting on a, that one where you're laying prone yeah, or the one where you have to get out of a chair, you just don't know what kind of surface it's going to be. It could all be made out of wood or bamboo or something. 
I would just so rather having... have elbow pads on so I can dig my elbows in and get up real aggressively rather than have to like go to my hands and crawl, you know? Just have them with you. You might not need them, but I would bring elbow pads. One, there's these ones on Amazon I got for three gun. Um, what are they? They're like hex pads. They were cheap, but they're- Yes, they're I have those too. Yeah, I don't know where I, I saw another three gun competitor with them and they're my favorite. I have elbows and, and knees just for the long distance, have to crawl around stages. and they're, I they're sewed perfect. them inside my leggings. <laughs> that Wow, okay. They're, I like that. That's smart. <laughs> But all right, so this is definitely going to be not a gear-heavy uh, match, but I would bring my my protective equipment. <laughs> I'd bring some some knee and elbow pads. I'd bring something to throw on my head in case I can hold a port open. Yeah, I think and uh, the, the soft knee pad can double as going under your hat. Mm -hmm. What was that, Ibrahim? I was saying uh, also adding quotes. It looked like it's going to yes. Rain. Oh, yeah, yes. for Thailand, that should definitely go without saying. But in case anybody needs to be told that, you will be wet at some point during this match. So bring your rain yeah. Gore-Tex shoes, waterproof shoes. If you're uh, Moisture wicking um, socks. When you get to your hotel room, steal the uh, uh, shower caps to put over your gun if you don't have a gun bag. Yeah. Poor boy tip. Yeah, you'll definitely want some sort of a cover for your gun to keep it dry. <laughs> at least if you have an optic. Have two sets of shoes in case one is wet and has yeah. to dry, then you can wear the other set the next day. If you have any low cut boots that are waterproof, that helps prevent the water from dumping in over the top. Because if you have the low cut shoes and they're waterproof, that works if it's just raining a little. But if you step in a puddle, it's just going to spill in over the top if you don't have the low cut Stay boot. in there because they're waterproof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two, exactly. two sets of shoes is big. I'm a big baby if my hands and feet get cold, cold and wet. So I'm, I always have two sets of socks, shoes, always have that stuff on the range. Don't be afraid to make yourself comfortable. That's something like I have shifted from the last 10 years and like trying to be a tough guy on the range to like, hold on, I'm going to go throw a new set of socks on. And then you come back with like a new soul. You're like, oh, I feel so much better. Right. Yeah. You lose energy through your feet. Yeah. Hands, feet, head. That's a big thing my whole life. It's keep hands, feet, and head warm. All right, last stage, stage here. Last stage. Dessert. Custard cake. I like it. All right. Starting anywhere, I would start on the left <laughs> as a right-handed shooter. Mm -hmm. And it looks like one of the stages where, despite what you just said, you're going to move up range if you want a good stage plan. So get, yep. get ready. It looks like probably up over your, the, the keto way, as we call it. Mm -hmm. up over your shoulder but uh, it, other than that this just looks like a very movement based specific position based stage other than that the shooting is the shooting I mean this is there's no tricky yeah. shots in this nothing crazy start and, left and move forward move up range also, move right yeah it's also seems again? that they, they're making use of, of, of all shooting positions because there's a target yes I think boom boom uh, middle port yeah so you have to to go inside to take that target. Yep. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. You have to go to all the places. That's gonna be go to all the places. Thing. Shoot all the things. But I mean, it's very ipsic in that style where they're gonna. There's no no cutting corners. You're just gonna have to hit all the stuff. And I kind of like that because there's no. I don't want to say it's a bad thing, but everybody goes to the USPSA matches now. And they're like looking to game it. Like guys, right. Shoot the stage. Just shoot the freaking stage. Oh my god. It's part so, of the fun though. Yeah. So at least now it's like, all right, all I gotta do is hit that position, that position, that position. Don't worry about it. Right. Hit my positions. I'm happy. But yeah, it's, it looks like it'll be a good match. It looks like 
a lot of running, a lot of stuff that'll play to somebody who can uh, get down into through Cooper's tunnels, through the ports and all that awkward stuff, a lot of running. And then all the standard stages look very, they look fun. They don't look boring. They don't look just like a stand and shoot. You're going to be sitting yeah. on a buffalo. You're going to be standing on a shaky bridge, things like that. So there's no opportunities for any laziness is what I find. That That's what I read in this matchbook is even the small stages, the the quick They're stages, challenging. Are going to be very technical. Yes, very technical. And make sure you're doing your dynamic stretching to warm up before the match and then static yeah. stretching after the match. Yeah, especially you you're going to be in some on, awkward positions. You said you're starting on that 16 too, right? With all the running, yes. you're starting on like the biggest stage. Yeah. So yeah, leg, warm up those leg swings, get everything ready before you get running. And because it's a multi-day match, definitely don't forget to stretch afterwards. You don't want to be sore on day two or three. I mean, you'll be sore on day three is what'll happen. You'll get out of bed on day three all stiff. And like, oh my God, what did I do to myself? So this is this is going to be a fun time. That'll be a, a, a really good match. It looks like a, I'm, I'm envious. I wish I was there. What do you think, Ibrahim? Uh, Any other questions? No, that's a very good uh, conversation. And uh, I've gotten a few tips. Good. We're so gonna be like this. you're ready to go. You kind of have a good handle on what's gonna happen to the best of our knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm ready for the match and uh, I'm going to have fun. Hell yeah. We'll be awesome. rooting you on, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll be yeah. cheering from home. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you I, so I much. I'll send you the link to, to observe this course. Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And I hope you... Yeah, thank you for your time. I know you got sorted through all this in your world. head. Yeah. Yeah, and good luck. You said you'll be there early practicing, so you'll get to go get a shot at some of these weird targets and some of these moving steel and stuff. So good. Go, go yes. have some fun. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the trip. And uh, stay in touch. We're, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> thank you. So coming for the shoot. What was that? Are you coming for the all shoot? Unfortunately, no. Life didn't let me shoot enough this year, but I, I intend to be there the next world shoot. That's my that's a big goal of mine. Okay. So maybe the next one is going to be in Mexico or South Africa. Let's go. That's easy awesome. trip for me. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a world traveler like you guys. I'm just a, a weird New Jersey that just drives around in an RV all the time. So Mexico, I, I think I could drive to Mexico. I can get down there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you.